The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a Tuesday Good News Day, and yes, it is still the Christmas season. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023, the 10th day of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of the most holy name of Jesus. Now, St. Paul might claim credit for promoting this devotion because he wrote in the Philippians that God the Father gave Christ Jesus that name above every other name. This devotion became popular because of 12th century Cistercian monks and nuns, but especially through the preaching of St. Bernadine of Siena. Bernadine used devotion to the holy name of Jesus as a way of overcoming bitter and bloody class struggles and family rivalries or vendettas in Italian city-states. The devotion grew partly because of Franciscan and Dominican preachers, it spread over more widely after the Jesuits began promoting it in the 16th century. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh my God, I offer to you all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to his infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them in the furnace of his merciful love. Oh my God, I ask of you for myself and for those dear to me the grace to fulfill perfectly your holy will, to accept for love of you the joys and sorrows of this passing life so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that educators may be credible witnesses, teaching fraternity rather than competition, and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here. You see me and you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, we come with great joy in our prayer today because each of those names that we call on in our opening prayer we see in the crib. Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, Guardian Angel, the angel is there in the cradle, and you're there, Jesus. That we could say that opening prayer that we begin every every meditation, every podcast with is is in a sense a Christmas prayer. It brings us to how this miracle of your your coming to the earth came about. The angel brought the news to Our Lady. Saint Joseph was convicted in a dream to to trust that this was of the Holy Spirit, and and this. Um, this lovely triangle between the angel and Mary and Joseph brings about 
your life on earth, Jesus Christ. So we praise you, praise you in this Christmas season. What a, what a joy to gaze on the crib and to gaze on you, God made man. Why? Because you love me. <laughs> you love me. That's the main reason you, you come. The church gives us four reasons uh, f- to explain why, why the incarnation took place. One of them, to show the Father's love. To show the love of the Father. Jesus, thank you for assuring us of this. We, we need to hear this so often that we're sons and daughters of, of the Father and he loves us. Nothing we can do, nothing we can change, nothing we can not do will affect your Father's love. How your Father sees me and sees his own Son. Thank you, Jesus, for revealing this to us. Help us always to be thankful. In this, uh, in the Gospel today, we um, we fast forward a little bit in the life of Jesus. So uh, we go from the stable uh, to John the Baptist, and John the Baptist is proclaiming, Jesus is coming. You know, the one, I, the one I've told you about, this is the one. And today we hear in the Gospel, my, my personal favourite words from the Holy Mass. My favourite words in the Mass are, are those five words that we hear in, in the Gospel today from St. John. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. You know, there's so many favourite parts that we all have of the Mass. Um, that lovely you know, proclamation of God's mercy at the start of every Mass. Um, our offering of our life and our, our little sacrifices to the Lord on the altar when, when the priest offers the bread and wine. Lovely song of praise where we unite ourselves with the angels. Holy, 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 Lord God of, of hosts, angel hosts. The beautiful Eucharistic prayer, of course. We, we find our whole life in that Eucharistic prayer where, Jesus, you give, you give yourself once again to us. We're once again brought to the, the sacrifice of Calvary, united with your resurrection from the dead. This is my body. This is my blood. Drink this. Eat this. But for me, I have a special joy when I say those words. Behold the Lamb of God. Because it's as if we're, we're in that moment revealing what the work of the Lord has been. You know, it's like the, the Mass up to that point is, is a work, a holy work. I mean, that's the word liturgy means that. Jesus, we, we remember that our, the very liturgy that we do is, is a divine work taking place before us. And that work leads us to, it's like we, we sigh, we, we, we take a deep breath out and we say, behold, <laughs> it's all been leading to this. The words of consecration, the, the offering of my life, the offering of my family, the offering of my, my struggles has been leading to this moment where we have that great joy as, as a priest to raise your sacred body, my Lord, your sacred blood in the chalice and proclaim, behold, the Lamb of God. Here he is for our adoration, the one who takes away the sins of the world. And here we are called to his supper, called to receive him into our hearts. Maybe an image we can use for this is uh, something called What Three Words. Maybe you're, maybe you're familiar as you pray with me on uh, this app um, that was created to, uh, to help emergency services to pinpoint difficult places to describe or to reach. So, you know, if you have an accident in the middle of a forest, and you look around, all you see is green trees. There's no way you can describe where you are to, to the emergency services. And so this app has been created, What Three Words, where every three metre squared square in the whole world has been given an address, which is three separate words. So wherever you're standing, or sitting right now, kneeling maybe, praying this meditation, Jesus, we're before you, and, and we're also sitting in a, a What Three Words address. And 
unless there's somebody sitting very very close to you nobody else will be sharing that address right now because the the squares are so small so in the same building it can have multiple multiple addresses so what three words essentially uses coordinates but but in a, in a word form an easy to remember form to pinpoint a specific place moment in history in time in in geography in space in place in a sense Jesus, this is what those beautiful words of John the Baptist give us. John the Baptist spoke to his disciples and says, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him. <laughs> this is him. Don't look anywhere else. It pinpoints for us who you are. You are the one that's been proclaimed to come. You are the one who all the promises are about. You are the one, Jesus, who can step into my life and transform my life. My life is different. When I allow you to lead me, when I allow you to, to change things in my life, maybe difficult things, maybe things that take a lot of work to change them, like the Mass. You know, it's a, it's a whole work. It's a whole divine work. As St. Josemaria loved to say, that the Opus Dei, the work of God, is, is the work of my sanctification. And where do I fix my eyes for that? I fix them on you, Jesus, the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Everything just zones in in that moment. That's what I feel as a priest when I say this. It's like everything, every everyone's attention in that moment is is called, is, is beckoned. Behold, what a wonderful word! Behold the Lamb of God. Behold Him who takes away the sins of the world. This five-word address keeps us safe. If we stick with that five-word address in our life, behold the Lamb of God. Where is? Jesus acting in my life right now? Where is Jesus in this particular event of my life? And this, this, these words, behold the Lamb of God, are, are kind of are the words of the Christian when he or she announces what God is doing in his or her life. So maybe someone says to me, well, you know what, why are you so happy all the time? Or why are you, why do you forgive that person who's hurt you? Or, or why are you reaching out to someone in need? Or it's like the best answer we can give to that is, behold, the Lamb of God. Because if I were to say something else, then I'd be saying, behold me. Behold me, look at me and look at my, look at my goodness and look at, my, um, look at what I'm doing and how good I am. And Instead, the words of, of the disciple of Jesus, of, of your disciples, my Lord, is to say, behold, the Lamb of God. <laughs> Don't look at me, look at him. Just like John the Baptist said, you know, so many people think I'm the Messiah. I'm not. Look at him. This is what we're called to say in our life. Look at him. If you see Jesus when you look at me, then praise God. If you see Jesus in something that's, that's happening in my life right now, praise God. This is testimony. This is evangelization. Where I realize the, the thing I'm called to share with my friends, with my family, with the world around me, with my colleagues is Jesus. The thing I'm called to say with my life is, behold, look, here is Jesus. Behold the work of Jesus in my soul. Behold the risen Lord who's, who's brought me back from the dead, maybe. Who's brought me back from a difficult place in my life. Behold him. That's what I want to share with people. And we do it in so many ways, don't we? So many ways. Just a really, really brief story. I realize we're coming to the end of this meditation, but I read a uh, an article um, 
in a, a charity magazine. Charity is called Aid to the Church in Need, a charity we have here in the UK to support churches or, or the church in uh, places where the faith is persecuted or, or poorer countries that can't afford things. And I read this article where a parish priest had died in a place where there were like no priests. And at the, the wake um, where the coffin was there before everyone, a huge, huge turnout. This, this priest had been very popular. And um, this young man, about whom the article was written, um, heard people say, but who's going to replace this priest? You know, what are we going to do now? Now father's gone. Who, who's going to who's going to come next? And this young man heard these words. He'd been an altar server for this priest. And he thought, I feel called to be a priest. And so the article was saying he'd gone to seminary and, and that was one of the works that this charity was supporting, his, his training. And I just was struck, Jesus, in thinking that priest who died will know nothing in this life of the effect he had on that young man. It was only in his death that he gave testimony, that he that he sort of encouraged this guy to the priesthood. And yet it was his faithfulness. Had that priest not been faithful every day, that young man probably wouldn't have even been at the, at the funeral. His daily faithfulness, his daily witness, his daily testimony to say, behold Jesus, behold the Lamb of God. This is what we're called to say. Mother Mary, I ask you very much to help us say that because we're inclined towards pride. By original sin, we're inclined towards pride. We're inclined to say, no, look at me, look at me. Well, Mother, you know, help me to say, look at Jesus, because he gives life. He's changed my life and he can change yours. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023, the 10th day of Christmas. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And we begin this day of prayer with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Christ is born for us. Come, 
let us adore him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Surrender to God, and he will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and And he will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil. For they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, he will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and he will do everything for you. 
Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land. There they shall live forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will, and the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man, a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked.
The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then then follow in his way. The Son of God has come to give us understanding, that That we we might know the true God. God. A reading from the letter to the Colossians. Put to death whatever in your nature is rooted in earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and that lust which is idolatry. These are the sins which provoke God's wrath. Your own conduct was once of this sort, when these sins were your very life. You must put that aside now, all the anger and quick temper, the malice, the insults, the foul language. Stop lying to one another. What you have done is put aside your old self with its past deeds and put on a new man, one who grows in knowledge as he has formed anew in the image of his Creator. There is no Greek or Jew here, circumcised or uncircumcised, foreigner, Scythian, slave, or free man. Rather, Christ is everything in all of you. Because you are God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with heartfelt mercy with kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another. Forgive whatever grievances you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds the rest together and makes them perfect. Christ's peace must reign in your hearts, since as members of the one body you have been called to that peace. Dedicate yourselves to thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, rich as it is, dwell in you, in wisdom made perfect. Instruct and admonish one another. Sing gratefully to God from your hearts in psalms and hymns and inspired songs. The Word of the Lord. All of you who have been baptized in Christ have put on Christ. Now Now all all of us us are are one in Christ Jesus our Lord. No longer are we divided into Jew and Greek, slave or free, man and woman. Now Now all of us are one in Christ Jesus our Lord. From the Treatise on John, 
by St. Augustine, Bishop. The Lord, the teacher of love, full of love, came in person with summary judgment on the world, as had been foretold of him, and showed that the law and the prophets are summed up in two commandments of love. Call to mind, brethren, what those two commandments are. They ought to be very familiar to you. They should not only spring to mind when I mention them, but ought never to be absent from your hearts. Keep always in mind that we must love God and our neighbor. Love God with your whole heart, your whole soul, and your whole mind, and your neighbor as yourself. These two commandments must be always in your thoughts and in your hearts, treasured, acted on, fulfilled. Love of God is the first to be commanded, but love of neighbor is the first to be put into practice. In giving two commandments of love, Christ would not command to you first your neighbor and then God, but first God and then your neighbor. Since you do not yet see God, you merit the vision of God by loving your neighbor. By loving your neighbor, you prepare your eye to see God. St. John says clearly, If you do not love your brother whom you see, how will you love God whom you do not see? Consider what is said to you. Love God. If you say to me, Show me whom I am to love, what shall I say if not what John says? No one has ever seen God. But in case you think that you are completely cut off from the sight of God, he says, God is love, and he who remains in love remains in God. Love your neighbor then, and see within yourself the power by which you love your neighbor. There you will see God as far as you are able. Begin then to love your neighbor. Break your bread to feed the hungry and bring into your home the homeless poor. If you see someone naked, clothe him and do not look down on your own flesh and blood. But what will you gain by doing this? Your light will then burst forth like the dawn. Your light is your God. He is your dawn, for he will come to you when the night of time is over. He does not rise or set, but remains forever. In loving your neighbor and caring for him, you are on a journey. Where you are traveling, if not to the Lord God, to him whom we should love with all our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole mind. We have not yet reached his presence, but we have our neighbor at our side. Support, then, this companion of your pilgrimage if you want to come into the presence of the one with whom you desire to remain forever. God loved us first and sent his own Son to be the sacrifice that takes away our sin. 
Since God has loved us so much, surely we too should love one another. We have come to know and to believe the love God has for us. Since God has loved us so much, surely we too should love one another. Let us pray. O God, who in the blessed childbearing of the Holy Virgin Mary kept the flesh of your Son free from the sentence incurred by the human race, grant, we pray, that we who have been taken up into this new creation may be freed from the ancient taint of sin. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in conversation with God and morning prayer, all in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the 10th day of Christmas, Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, John the Baptist has made it clear that he is not the Messiah, only his precursor. But today, he points him out. From the first chapter of the Gospel of John. The next day, he saw Jesus coming toward him. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks before me, for he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. I saw the Spirit descend as a dove from heaven, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings can be found on the Relevant Radio app. It's interesting to imagine the scene in the temple. Simeon, the old man in the temple, turning to Mary and telling her that she would share in her son's passion. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Simeon, by the will of God, initiated Mary from the beginning into the profound mystery of the redemption and made plain to her that God had singled her out to play a special role in the passion of her son. Thus, a new element entered into the life of Mary through the prophecy of old Simeon, and it remained with her until she stood at the font of the cross of Jesus. The apostles, despite the teachings and many indications of our Lord, did not come to understand everything until after the resurrection, 
namely that it was necessary that the Messiah should suffer much at the hands of the scribes and of the chief priests. Mary had a premonition from the beginning that great suffering was in store for her and that this suffering was in some way bound up with the redemption of the world. She who kept all these things and pondered them in her heart must have often reflected on these mysterious words of Simeon. Through a process which we cannot fully understand, she identified her heart with that of her son. Her redeeming pain is suggested as much in the prophecy of Simeon as in the account of our Lord's passion. This child, said the old man, indicating the infant in her arms, is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is spoken against, and a sword will pierce through your heart also. In fact, when your Jesus, who belongs to all of us but especially to you, gave up his spirit, the cruel lance did not reach his soul. If without sparing him it opened his side since he was already dead, it did not cause him pain. But your soul it did pierce. At that moment his soul was not there, but yours was and could not be totally separated from him. God has wished to associate us with all Christians in his work of redemption in the world so that we may cooperate with him in the salvation of all. And we will fulfill this mission by carrying out, with a right intention, even the least of our duties, offering them for the salvation of souls. Likewise, we will patiently and with peace of mind put up with pain, sickness, and opposition so as to do an effective apostolate with those around us. Ordinarily, God asks us to begin with the people who, through ties of family, friendship, work, study, or locality, are closest to us. That is how Jesus, and also his apostles, set about this task. Today, in a special way, we ask our Mother Mary to show us how to sanctify pain and contradiction, that we may know how to unite them to the cross that we may make frequent acts of atonement for the sins of the world, and that we may grow each day in the fruits of the redemption. O Mother, most holy and merciful, who stood by your sweet Son while he was raised on the altar of the cross for the redemption of all mankind, you who as our co-redeemer joined your suffering to his, conserve and increase in us the fruits of the redemption and of your compassion. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 13 minutes before the hour, and we join the whole church in prayer once again as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, 
to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and your your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep keep us us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, In the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction. When you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. 
You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows. You level it, soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. Abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy. The meadows covered with flocks. The valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy. Yes, they sing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our our praise is due in Zion. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Say to daughter Zion, your Savior comes. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. The Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord, the Lord has, has made, made known, Alleluia, Alleluia, His saving power, Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The, the Lord, Lord has, has made known, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Word was made man, full of grace and truth, He lived among us. From His fullness we all have received gift upon gift of His love, Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace.
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Word was made man, full of grace and truth. He lived among us. From his fullness we all have received gift upon gift of his love. Alleluia. Let us joyfully invoke the Son of God, our Redeemer, who became man in order to restore man. Be Be with with us, Emmanuel. Jesus, Son of the living God, King of glory, and Son of the Virgin Mary. Brighten this day with the glory of your incarnation. Be Be with with us, Emmanuel. Jesus, Wonder Counselor, Mighty God, Father of the future, Prince of Peace. Direct our lives according to the holiness of your human nature. Be with us, Emmanuel. Jesus, all-powerful, patient, obedient, meek, and humble of heart. Show the power of your gentleness to all. Be with us, Emmanuel. Jesus, Father of the poor, immeasurable goodness, our way and our life. Grant your church the spirit of poverty. Be with us, Emmanuel. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. O God, who in the blessed childbearing of the Holy Virgin Mary kept the flesh of your Son free from the sentence incurred by the human race, grant, we pray, that we who have been taken up into this new creation may be freed from the ancient taint of sin. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Another Tuesday Good News Day is just waiting for you to sanctify it. Morning Air is up next with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sonic. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go on and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.